0: Starting the morning off with God is the key to strength and success in your day. Good morning! Today is Saturday, February 15, 2020. Please join me in the morning offering prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular, for the holy intentions of the Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What was the first rule of our dear Savior's life? You know it was to do His Father's will. Well then, the first end I propose in our daily work— is to do the will of God. Secondly, to do it in the manner He wills. And thirdly, to do it because it is His will. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Meditation of the Day An excerpt from Daily Meditations with the Holy Spirit by Rev. Jude Winkler, OFM, page 13 Winnow not in every wind, and do not start off in every direction. Sirach 511 It is essential to discern what the Spirit wants when we are making important choices in our lives. Through prayer, fasting, spiritual reading, spiritual advice, discernment of signs, sorting out our hidden motivations, etc., we develop a sense of what God wants of us. Scripture verse of the day Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 5 Saint of the Day The saint of the day for February 15th, St. Claude de la Colombière. St. Claude de la Colombière lived between 1641 and 1682. He was born to a noble family in France and became a Jesuit priest. He was known for his solid and serious sermons and his dedication to observing the rule of his order with exactness. He became the rector of a Jesuit house next to the Monastery of the Visitation where St. Margaret Mary Alacoque lived who was given special revelations from Jesus of his sacred heart. Claude became St. Margaret Mary's spiritual director and, like her, became a zealous promoter of devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus. In 1676, he was sent to England to attend the wife of the future King James II, serving at court as preacher and confessor. When anti-Catholic persecutions broke out, Cloud was falsely accused of being involved in a papist plot and was thrown into prison. While there, his health suffered due to mistreatment. He was preserved from execution and instead banished from England by royal decree. He returned to his native France, where his fragile health continued to deteriorate, until he died a few years later. The day after his death, St. Margaret Mary received supernatural assurance that he needed no prayers, as he was already in heaven. And today, February 15th, is his feast day. Devotion of the Month The month of February is traditionally dedicated to the Passion of our Lord in anticipation of the liturgical season of Lent. In this month, we begin to meditate on the mystery of Jesus' sufferings, which culminated in his death on the cross for the redemption of mankind. Saints who had a special devotion to Christ's Passion include... Saint Francis of Assisi, who was the first known saint to receive the stigmata, Saint John of the Cross, Saint Bridget of Sweden, and Saint Catherine of Siena. Mass readings for Saturday of the fifth week in ordinary time: a reading from the First Book of Kings, chapter twelve, verses twenty-six to thirty-two; chapter thirteen, verses thirty-three to thirty-four. Jeroboam thought to himself, "The kingdom will return to David's house." If now this people go up to offer sacrifices in the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, the hearts of this people will return to their master, Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me. After taking counsel, the king made two calves of gold and said to the people, You have been going up to Jerusalem long enough. Here is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And he put one in Bethel, the other in Dan. This led to sin, because the people frequented those calves in Bethel and in Dan. He also built temples on the high places, and made priests from among the people who were not Levites. Jeroboam established a feast in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month to duplicate in Bethel the pilgrimage feast of Judah, with sacrifices to the calves he had made. And he stationed in Bethel priests of the high places he had built. Jeroboam did not give up his evil ways after this, but again made priest for the high places from among the common people. Whoever desired it was consecrated and became a priest of the high places. This was a sin on the part of the house of Jeroboam, for which it was to be cut off and destroyed from the earth. The Word of the Lord. The Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 106. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. We have sinned, we and our fathers. We have committed crimes. We have done wrong. Our fathers in Egypt considered not your wonders. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. They made a calf in Horeb and adored a molten image. They exchanged their glory for the image of a grass-eating bullock. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. They forgot the God who had saved them who had done great deeds in Egypt, wondrous deeds in the land of Ham, terrible things at the Red Sea. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark, chapter 8, verses 1-10. through 10. In those days, when there again was a great crowd without anything to eat, Jesus summoned the disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their homes, they will collapse on the way, and some of them have come a great distance. His disciples answered him, Where can anyone get enough bread to satisfy them here in this deserted place? Still he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They replied, Seven. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then, taking the seven loaves, he gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples to distribute, and they distributed them to the crowd. They also had a few fish. He said the blessing over them, and ordered them distributed also. They ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets. There were about four thousand people. He dismissed the crowd and got into the boat with his disciples and came to the region of Dalmanutha.